Okay, and roll. Welcome back. And it's been back. eight weeks. Uh, Jeff, in eight weeks, how do you feel like you've grown? Are you still mad at yourself for how much you're fucking up on Facebook? I'm, I'm gonna. Where I'm, are you in your cresting and? I'm. I'm. I've. I've already come out. I'm gonna guess. Okay. I've already come out of my my miserable stupor. You have. I. I agree. But are you back in? I've. I'm past the up. Okay. Now I'm, I'm coming down again. <laughs> but I'm not going down. Down. I'm gonna. I'm gonna level. I'm gonna hit my plateau, and I'll okay. be on that plateau for a few months. Okay. Before I then have another roller coaster. Well, we're eight weeks in the future. I, RTX I I, is well behind us. I think I need to be medicated. In some way, but I, I kind of don't want are to. You, are you not? No. You I've had never such taken, a smile when you said that, too. <laughs> I've never taken a pill outside of, like, Tylenol in my life. Like, a, like an altering pill. I've never. Really? When I was a kid, uh -huh. I, I had to go to the doctor a lot. Okay. Because I would hurt myself a lot. But also, I was always getting in trouble for acting up and okay. being, like, rambunctious and stuff. Uh-huh. And every doctor would tell my mom, he's got ADD. Uh-huh. Or ADHD, and okay. you really need to medicate him. And my mom would go, "I don't believe that. I don't. I don't know what that is. I don't believe in that. He's fine. <laughs> he just needs to run more." And so I would what just what the fuck? Yeah. So I I so did you run more? Yeah. They would make me. So in the third oh, grade, yeah. second, third, fourth grade, I would uh, I would finish my work early. Yeah. And then I would bug other people, and that was oh, where the problem that started. That makes sense. Yeah. That's where the problem started. So what they would do is when I would finish my work. Uh, I was allowed by all the teachers to go out and run the track. And so I would run the track until I wore myself out, and then I'd come back into class. You'd be running around dog style? Yeah. You would just be like, let him off the leash, let him go? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> wow. Just running, burn off some calories, and burn off some energy, and then run, come back in, and I'd be okay. Wow. That was, that was my ADHD medicine. You don't have kid. that anymore? Now, now, it's how my wife explains. She's like, <laughs> I tell her, like, I definitely have ADHD. Like, there's no way I don't. It just isn't like what you would think of it classically, I think, where it's like, it's a joke on friends, whatever. It's not yeah. like that. It's that I have a podcast going while I play a video game and watch a video on a laptop, and it's taking it in all at once because if I'm not slammed with media, what am I doing? Oh, I'm only taking in one thing at a time? Grow up. I have that uh, that classic ADD problem where I'll start a project and I'll get yeah. like 30% through oh, yeah. it and then I'll get distracted and I'll go, oh, I gotta go clean that and then I'll work on that yeah, for a while absolutely. and then I'll go work on another project yeah. and then I can't remember where the first project, what yeah. it even was or why I was doing it uh -huh. and I have to throw it away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My wife's like, I know that when you're starting a project, like you're, you're doing some thing around the house or whatever, she's like, I know that you're gonna do it yourself but I know there's gonna be one point where you need me to hold or level or move something so I'll have to be involved at some point. And I go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Whoops. Um, but also, I think that most of that is just being a person. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I do think most people are medicated, though, that I talk to at I least, so. it seems like. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably good. You got to level out somehow. I mean, that's what it's for, Otherwise, right? Otherwise, you start a podcast and you go right back to back with these things. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, that was a mistake. Huh? Talk, was talk, talk like that's right. This is eight weeks ago. Yeah. We've been going for, we did Anma as an hour. Yeah. We did Break Show. That was an hour. We did, and we did Anma Supplemental One. Mm -hmm. That's half an hour. Going to do another half an hour right now. And then I have, we have Face Jam later. Oh my God! At yeah. six, you know that that thing where like there are people that just won't don't want the party to end. Yeah, and you're like, we'll just keep drinking after everybody's done. Uh -huh. Well, that was me. Well, that's why I was an alcoholic. <laughs> but I think it had less to do with alcohol. And I think it's just because I just don't want the like I just I don't even want to do this episode we're doing. Let I just didn't want to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just, I just don't want to stop doing the thing we're yeah, doing. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Um, 
How do you think, now that we're done with RTX, we're all wrapped and rolled. Can you believe how well it all went? That's what I was going to ask. How do you think uh, How do you think it all went? I, best ever is what I heard. I had a great time. A lot of people are saying. This is a fun ass. A, a, I've had a fucking great RTX. Mm -hmm. Everybody was super funny. Yeah. I heard that he, I even wasn't that bad on the ammo panel, maybe. <laughs> but probably I was. I probably he was. just came down another tick. Yep. <laughs> Don't worry again. This is eight weeks in the past where he's down on himself, but he's the funniest guy in the world right now. So he's yeah. high fiving himself. Hell yeah! I'm high fiving air walking around. <laughs> Remember that joke from eight from eight weeks ago? <laughs> How do you think this last season of Anma went? Um, I think it went well. I think that we did more hamburgers. I was oh. going to ask if you think we did more hamburgers. Yeah, I, I, I have that impression too. I think we did more hamburgers because it is summertime. And that is, to me, classically more of a hamburger time. Where do you think you went? Huh, that's a good question. I think we probably did Hilbert's. We've done two now, right? We've done Casino and... We did, we did and Casino and we did Pool. Pool Burger, okay. Uh, I think we, we will have done Hilbert's because Gus loves it. Gus oh. has to do Hilbert's. He does. Yeah, it's his favorite burger spot. Do you oh. think that he will allow us to do Top Notch? Here's the problem. This is, I don't think we've talked about this on air. Maybe we have. I don't think so. Gus hates Top Notch. He does. For a personal reason. Yes. It has nothing oh. to do, has with, nothing the, to with, do the with the food. Or the food. He will admit that the food is fine. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Uh-huh. I've gotten on such a Top Notch yep. kick this last few months that I, it is now, I, I can't believe I ever thought another burger in town was better. Yeah. I'm so keyed in. Top I'm Notch so is dialed yep. fucking yep. into Top Notch. One right of the best. Now. One of the best uh, in Austin. I haven't been in ages. No, exactly. So good. But you'll go back and you'll go. Oh, Fuck, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Nick, well, I guarantee you, you'll sit down and you'll go, I'm coming back tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Throw the wife and the kid in the car yeah. and go have a time okay. in the car <laughs> and eat a hamburger and chill. It's great. Listen to the radio and it's awesome. First Saturday night of every month is classic car night. Yep. Oh. I'll probably be there. Yep. It's awesome. Third Saturday night of every month is VW night. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Also cool. That, it's, uh, my kid loves cars. There you go. There you it's go. It's a really cool spot and it's a... Um, it's cool to go there and see that it's still around in the way that it is. Yeah, it feels very American graffiti in mm -hmm. all the right ways. Yeah, it's very, oh, like, awesome. for me, it's Dazed and Confused, and you go, this yeah. is it, man. I fucking love it. And uh, it's the only place that I've been to, really, where I ordered so efficiently, and the guy complimented me on my efficient order. Oh, that was where you did it? Yeah. I went and I ordered. <laughs> I've heard all I about this. I just went, <laughs> jalapeno burger combo, large root beer and he went okay and then they brought it out and he just went i just wanted to say that was the most efficient order great job and it, i would that was the a highlight of my life that's awesome <laughs> Hell, wow. to get complimented on your ordering that does not happen that's what i'm saying yeah it's great lots it's, of uhs and ums usually yeah. why are you eyeing and um let me look at unless you're gonna start it with yeah uh ah, talking about jalapeno burger ah, large fry I always have to do the, oh, can you hold on a second? Because my wife and I need to decide stuff. And then it's like, well, now I'm that asshole. Why are What decide? You're in a drive-thru. I know. Decide. I know what I want. I've been listening to old Howard Stern episodes where uh -huh. he bitches about his dad. Oh, yeah? Uh, like in an homage to his dad dying. Uh -huh. And he's got all these great stories about how his dad was like, like such a fucking Nazi about oh, yeah. ordering. Uh -huh. And about how he'd like yell at his mom if she wasn't sure what to want. And he'd be like, you got the Roquefort dressing? And then just go through. <laughs> and <hit> out of <laughs> <that>. <laughs> The best. <laughs> I'm so glad I never had to no. deal, deal with anything like that in my no. life. Suffer through anything like that. Yeah. Uh, you guys are going back again. We're eight weeks in the future. You and Emily have been listening to old Stern stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of old Stern. Every night. And how's that been? It's been great, man. The biggest problem I've encountered is that I'm just running out of shit to watch on YouTube. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Like, the archives are woefully incomplete. Yeah. 
And yep. so um, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of like, just sometimes the, the search gets pretty difficult to it find does. something we haven't uh, heard already. I can send you some links that have some stuff. Okay. Uh, but it's everything. It's everything. everything. I mean, it's, you will have to search through what you want because if you want to hear July 3rd, 1994, where it is just the whole show with everything, I mean, it's there. It's everything, everything. It's interesting because, you know, I grew up with Howard and I listened to him. Well, I grew up with him, the Channel 9 show when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. And then I discovered the radio show later. Yeah. But I listened to him like five days a week for, I don't know, 15 years or something yeah. until I kind of fell off. Uh, and then I have come back in to the new Howard, which is I enjoy and is interesting and uh -huh. it's fine, but it's, I'm not going to be one of those, you know, naysayers, yeah. but it's a very different show. But then to go back and listen to that stuff that I remember from the late nineties and early two thousands and, uh, just to realize that everything I have done in my career has been a ripoff of that man. Yeah. And, well, and, I, and the things that he's done. I really appreciate that you've come to terms with that because it feels like that face has become like, you're like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. I can do, I can do this thing that I love in a way that I love doing. And I'm so grateful that you found it <laughs> because it's so fucking fun. Oh, thank and you, And it man. really is like such a blast to do face because to me, it is all the stuff that I love about Stern where it is fighting about nothing but we're not so young that we're vicious about it yes that was the issue with howard in the 90s yes is that it's brutal. fun but it's so cruel cruel in a way where it's like i don't know if i could come into work if it was like that together all the time i don't understand how more like honestly, like more bad shit didn't happen. Yep. More fights, mm -hmm. like more damage didn't yep. happen because they were brutal. Brutal. Really brutal. Relentless. And it may just be that that was the way the world worked, and we live in a softer world now. So it's when we go back true. and look at the lens of the past, it's crazy. Oh, dude, how are you doing, man? So good to see you. Did you drop your phone? Yeah, it's down there somewhere. Come on. I got it. <laughs> Did it explode? Oh, I didn't want to interrupt no, no problem. I'm around. No, you look good. good. <laughs> you got so skinny, man. Hey, we'll catch up soon. All right. Sounds good. Take care. <laughs> that was eight weeks ago. That was yeah. Don't forget that was eight weeks ago. That was eight. Weeks. I wonder if we caught up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you explode your phone? I don't know. Nah. That was half-hearted. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen him in so yeah. so for the audience. It was James from Couch Hop. Yeah. I haven't seen him in so 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 long. He looks great. One of my favorite people yep. to work with. Yep. Just uh, one of the just like. You meet people that are funny, mm -hmm. and you meet people that are good at being funny on camera or on stage, and then there are people that are just naturally funny, mm -hmm. and just in a conversation, just conversationally, yeah. will keep will have you laughing more than it. he's one of those people yeah. where he just like he just exudes comedy. Really like him. Um, so where do you think you're at with Stern right now? Are you still listening? Or no, I'm probably off yeah. for a little while. Yeah, I, would think I so. can feel I can feel us hitting the end of it. But uh, Emily was thrilled to play me a. Uh, Soundboard of stuff. That was cool. God, I was having hey, to explain to her what some of the soundboard shit was, and that was really funny. <laughs> oh, she's the best. A lot of the gurkles that, and stuff. Oh, my God. You're like, oh, oh, the she's worst. Like, What's going on in this clip? And yeah, you're like, oh, well, don't, he's, don't worry about it. Yeah. She was playing me Roddy, the limo driver stuff, though, and that's the best. Yeah. Oh, dude. He's so fucking great. She's really turned some kind of corner on Ronnie because she came into Stern when, like now, yeah. when Ronnie, it's just kind of the Ronnie show and he's yes. kind of become yep. insufferable. Uh -huh. She didn't hear, so she's now learning all the old all Ronnie the old bits Ronnie that are funny the and how he got there. Why it, yeah. yeah. I think she's appreciating him on a different level. Uh, Ronnie and the limo saga 
of the limo that Howard doesn't want and everything is maybe, and then making like Robin get into this limo and like all the, oh, it's maybe the funniest that show ever was God. because it was Ronnie not giving a fucking inch. Yeah. He just dug the fuck in the best. And he's one of the only people that will do that to Howard yep. too, you yep. know, which you really got to appreciate. I like how Sal would dig in with everyone else and then just get beat up by Howard. It's the best. It's uh it's been it's also kind of funny I think to go back and listen to all the stuff with her because she'll be like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's where that's why you say that." Got uh -huh. it? And that's yeah, yeah. where that that's why you say that. Oh, that's all why your you phrases say that, are from this. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's just like, "Oh, you're just a fucking you're just a bad Xerox Xerox copy yep. of everything that they said Stealing 20 years ago." All of it. Yeah. All of it. That's fine. If imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, uh -huh. then I have been the most flattering person to Howard Stern <laughs> <laughs> of all time. But it's great. But like, no one else was doing that kind of thing, and then everyone ripped it off. And no, and I'll, I'll, that's another thing. Going back and listening to it, here we are talking about Howard Stern on Anma for too long. Yeah. But you go back and watch some of those. Just a a Wednesday episode from 2003. Yeah, you will never see an, or hear another chemistry like those yeah. people riffing yep. off of each other. They could turn we. I'm proud that we can sit down for an episode of Face, uh -huh. and we can turn a throwaway comment about Nick's name uh -huh. or whatever into like seven or eight minutes. Sometimes we can go twenty minutes, yeah, and that feels awesome. Uh -huh. They'll go for two and a half hours, yeah, and it's funnier an hour two than it was an hour one. Yep, and you're wondering how the fuck they keep it going. They're just so good, and and it's that lightning in a bottle thing, right? Like. That's what you're always hoping for. Yeah, is lightning in a bottle, and and sometimes you catch it, sometimes you don't. And uh, I think there are episodes where we talk about what's the sneakiest animal, and fish is brought up, and that becomes half an hour. Yeah, of content. And then there's other episodes where we go, "What's the end of this one?" I like Snoopy. Like I, <laughs> and that's a real. That's a real. I mean, you know, you're in for it. When I'll never forget that episode. I think Ugh. where you go, do they wear hoodies in Canada? And I just thought. This is gonna be a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that was some, a, that was the second episode, nothing. man. Yeah, it that's was, what it happens was a rough when you one. do back to back. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. Um, we keep waving to people. Uh, we're seeing all the people that we say hi to. Uh, a lot of people here at RTX. We're just again behind Jackie Chan. Again, if you didn't listen to the first one eight weeks ago to set the stage, this is the middle of RTX day two. We are behind the uh, tuxedo from Jackie Chan. The tuxedo. The the tuxedo. From the tuxedo. From the tuxedo. From the tuxedo. And Which is a very f face thing. Yeah. So you should listen to that podcast if you're listening to Anma. Mm -hmm. If you listen to Anma and you don't listen to f face, very weird. I, I do think that's weird. Very weird. I, I can, yeah. That makes no sense to me. Also, if you listen to Anma, tell a friend to listen to it. Because we don't do anything to promote it. It's mostly, for me, it's a show where I can um, get a free cup of coffee every week and hang out with two friends. I don't think... And I'm being honest here. I don't think Anma makes enough money to pay for the coffee that we drink <laughs> <laughs> because we don't sell shit for it. Really, uh -huh. I mean, uh -huh. we, I guess we, we're gonna have the coffee mug. We but always, I mean, we're we not gonna push it. We always have ads. We okay. have ads. We have the ads, but those help keep the lights on, and pay right. the fucking electricity bill. Right. And shit, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, we'll have the mug soon. We have the shirts. We'll just have to, you know, figure it out. Um, figure out what we're doing with Anma when you live somewhere else. Well, now I'm not gonna move. Even if I did it, it would only be partial. And it's so hypothetical, dude. I get it. Uh -huh. It's so up uh -huh. in the air. Mm-hmm.
Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong, so instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial. It's designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. There's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the Journey Pack today. Head to tryfume.com, use code ANMA to save 10% off when you get the Journey Pack today. That's tryfum.com, code ANMA to save an additional 10% off your order today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever find that just as you're trying to fall asleep, your brain suddenly won't stop talking? Uh, do your thoughts start racing right before bed or at other inopportune moments? I know it seems like when all the electronics are off and you're laying there in bed, sometimes uh, your brain kind of like kicks in and makes up for the silence. Turns out uh, one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk them through. Therapy gives you a place to do that uh, so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Anma today. Get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Anma. BetterHelp.com slash Anma today. Get 10% off of your first month. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product. It's just as good as any expensive pair I've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Plus, that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements, so if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life, from childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions. Shady Rays is making a lasting impact on their lives through sunglasses. If you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange it for a new pair or turn it for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Just for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code ANMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. One time? Uh-huh. One time? Let me tell you a story. Okay. Here's an old story. One time. ANMA. <laughs> Way back before Rooster Teeth, but after like Drunk Gamers, that era. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, I moved to Austin from New Jersey. Okay. Uh, where I got out of the army in New Jersey, in uh, Eatontown, New Jersey. And uh, I, was, I was doing a lot of different stuff. I was working for Viewskew. I was PAing for Viewskew. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was touring with this punk band. And um, we moved here. 
and I really enjoyed it, and I had fun, and I was starting to make stuff with Gus. I think we had done Ugly Internet at this point. But um, the band, my friends, Catch-22, they came back into town for a tour, and I hopped on the, the van with them. I took a couple days off, and I just toured around Texas yeah. with them. And I had so much fun, and I had missed them so much, and they missed me. And we, they were like, what if you join the band? And I was like, I don't play any you instruments. Do what? And they were like, what if you come back to New Jersey, and, uh, and, and Pat will, uh, Pat, like Pat Kalpin was the lead guitarist at the time. Uh -huh. Uh, they go, what if Pat teaches you how to play guitar and you can play like backup guitar? And Pat was like, I can teach you to play guitar well enough to be in the band in like six months to a year. And I was like, are you serious? What the fuck? And they were like, yeah, man. Uh, they were like, we would, I mean, you could be our tour manager or whatever, but Kevin already does that. It would just be better if we just, well, let's just do this. Uh-huh. Let's just fucking do it. And I, so I came back. I was still married to my first wife and I told her. And then I went and I put in my two weeks notice at Telenetwork. Are you the, serious? The tech company. I told Bernie I was quitting, and I was moving back to New Jersey, and I was going to uh, learn how to play guitar and be in that band. I've never heard this. Uh -uh. I don't think I've ever told the story before. I don't uh -huh. know that I've ever told this story before. Wow. Told Gus I was moving. Told everybody I was leaving. I gave him a month's notice, not uh -huh. two weeks' notice, because I needed time to wrap everything yeah. up and get out of my lease and stuff. And then, like, about a week after I made the decision, I realized I was making a mistake. Really? Wow. Yeah. I was like, I don't really have any passion to play guitar. I don't... <laughs> I don't know that I'll be good at it. I'm tone deaf. <laughs> I don't know that, like... You just want to hang out like, with your friends. Yeah, I really just want to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And I was like, I just left New Jersey. It wasn't working for me. Yeah. I came to Texas. I don't want to... Things are getting a little hard here. I was having, like, some trouble with my marriage. And uh -huh. I thought, like, this will be me running away from problems. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I already kind of left New Jersey because of a bad situation to come to Texas. Uh-huh. I just need to stick it out here and figure out wow. and make, make whatever this is. And I was like, those guys will always be there, I guess. Uh -huh. And uh, and I was like, I'm, so I pulled my two weeks notice at the tech company. They were fine with that? They were fine with it. And then wow. uh, that was it. And then I was all in on Austin. Wow. I don't think I've ever told that story. I've never heard that. I don't think I've ever told that story. I don't even know. Yeah, Gus and Bernie might be the only two people that I know that know that story. Holy shit. Uh. There's another world where you were just in this other band and Whoa. then you didn't do this thing. There's another world where I was in that band and I probably wasn't good enough and I didn't like it, so yeah. I became a tour manager. Uh huh. And then I and, I, and a band manager, and yep. I just managed major indie, alternative, like punk and, and wow. like hardcore bands. Yeah. That's fucking wow. crazy. That would have probably been my, my life, yeah. In New Jersey. Yeah, or I probably would have moved at some point, but New Jersey wasn't great. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't great. <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't love living there. That's wild. Yeah. Wow, man. That's a, I can't believe that. I'm to like, away. to almost give it all up and be like, I'm going to do this thing instead. Fuck. To get offered to be in oh. one of the biggest ska punk bands in the world at the time uh -huh. was fucking wild, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, and it was only because we all loved each other so much. It wasn't because I had any musical talent. I, I mean, and I just didn't think I could do it. Like yeah. I didn't think I'd do the do it justice. I, I totally get that. Like that was me with Mega Sixty Four. If it would have been like, oh yeah, do this full time, it would have been like great. And then it would, but looking at it, it would have been like, cool to hang out with my friends, but I wouldn't have had any of this opportunity. Yeah. To do this stuff and missed out on like so much stuff to do. And it's like, wow, man, that's crazy. Um, I always advise people if they can go to school, go to school out of your city, mm -hmm. um, yeah. because you learn a lot. You learn a lot being out of that city, and then you can make a lot of these decisions. I think with clearer eyes. It also helps not to be so close to your safety net. Yep. Yes. You know, yep. it really, Big, it really, you really need to dangle time. your feet over the yep. over the over the deep end. 
a little bit was, in your life. I was talking to uh, now uh, producer Cat, former intern Cat for Face Jam, and we were talking about that because she's been producing here for a little while, and she's kind of learning what she likes about it. You know, if it's something that she wants to do or whatever. And she was saying like, "Look, I you know I graduated college, and this is something I never thought I'd be doing." but it's something I really enjoy, but I'm at a point right now where I can live at home and not make a lot of money and learn this stuff and then go and do this thing away from the safety net. And I'm like, you're doing it in the smartest way. (laughs) You're so much smarter than I ever was doing this stuff. She is so, like, she's very capable. I like Kat a lot, Um, and she's a very good producer. So it's it's exciting to see new kind of like talent bubble up and everything. I'll tell you something else that I'm excited about because yeah. I agree with you. Um, and I know that we uh, <laughs> there's a lot of generational bickering and hatred back and forth yeah. right now. And I know Gen Z gets gets a shit yeah. on a lot by uh, boomers and millennials. Not so much Gen X. I think we get Gen Z <laughs> yeah. a little yeah. bit. Uh-huh. Um, but. Uh, Watching my daughter go through school yeah. and watching what she's learning compared mm-hmm. to what I learned is so crazy. It's like so much more advanced, it yeah. feels like. I was Millie has learned more about photography uh-huh. in well, on her own because she's motivated and passionate about it, uh-huh. but uh, and you know there's there's no discounting that. That's yeah. the biggest portion of it. But just through the the program in her high school alone, she's learned more about photography in three years than I learned in three years as a professional photographer yeah. in the army. Yeah. It's fucking crazy yeah. the level of knowledge that is available to kids at a young age. Mm-hmm. And that's very exciting because yeah. I'm watching I'm watching kids get better faster than ever. Uh, that was, I mean, again, starting around the same time with Mega 64 doing their 20th also. And like, really it was pick up a camera, let's do some stuff, let's jam it out, let's just fuck around. And then finding your feet with that stuff, you couldn't do that 20 years before because film costs money. <laughs> no, it, it, it was... tapes were nothing. I mean, we... say we. I mean, Mega64, yeah. Rich Teeth, companies like us, were the first people to ever do it yeah. in this way because it was the first time yep. it was readily available to the everyman. Yep. You know, the average Joe. And it's been 20 years, and I feel like it's kind of passe... When people look at it now, it's like, well, yeah, but you can just, like, start a YouTube channel. It's like, right, now you can. Yeah. yeah. Also, good luck. You know how much fucking white oh, noise there is out dude, there? Good luck. That's everyone who's like, I'm going to be a streamer on Twitch. And I'm like, yeah, you and everyone. Yeah, there are 7.5 billion people on Earth. Yep. Six billion of them are on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> streaming. And it's just like, what? My biggest advice for Twitch is, like, what's your other thing? Yeah. You got, okay, you have a Twitch channel. What's your podcast? What's your YouTube channel? What's your TikTok presence? What's your... Social media, like, what's the other thing that people go, and I want more of you, instead of just going, I do this sometimes. I have, I have kind of an internal struggle going on right now because uh-huh. I, uh, I've i often been very vocal about how I never want to make a career playing video games again yeah, yeah. and how how much of a kind of an albatross I, it was around my neck for a long time uh-huh. and how creatively restrained I felt by it. But there's a part of me that wants to stream one thing in one particular way. I kind uh-huh. of want to... I've. You know, I've been an Xbox guy yeah. since Rooster Teeth started. I very quickly felt, I'll be honest, I felt indebted to Microsoft oh, of course. on day uh, one completely. and decided I was a homer for yep. them uh-huh. and I would be totally from get then it. on. Yep. Haven't Makes owned sense. a, a yeah. Sony since. Gavin got me that PS5. It's a great footrest. In the box. I was, it is a footrest right now, but Gavin got me that PS5. <laughs> and I was looking the other day online at all of the exclusive games that yeah. I've never played. Uncharted. Oh, there's some good ones. Fucking... Uh, 
some other ones probably. Yeah. (laughs) 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 The hits just keep coming. Uncharted. Last of Us. And more. (laughs) Fucking Last of Us. Uh All that stuff. You're not making uh, it through the intro, Last of Us. That I've, I'm probably not. But You're not. I mean, I, not that it's hard. That, have you seen the beginning of? I mean, you watched the show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, and, no, I, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. But you have to play it. I can't. I know. That was Sean going. Nope. Yeah, I probably. <laughs> yeah, and that might be all I'd make it through. Uh-huh. But anyway, there's a part of me that kind of wants to stream me playing every PlayStation game that I never played uh-huh. and just start at PS3 or wherever where I fell off and just catch up. Yeah. But then I feel like I'd be a hypocrite because I. I don't want to stream. Then don't. <laughs> I don't want to make money off it, but I kind of, I'm, I'm torn. I kind of want to. I mean, like, I, what? what's the goal? That you just do this or that you make money off of this? Well, I don't, wouldn't want to do anything and not make money. Okay. <laughs> All I want to do is make money. That's, I mean, if you streamed on Twitch, people would watch. Yeah. I stream I feel on Twitch and people would watch. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'd, I, but then I'd be like, oh, but this is what you wanted to get away from, from Achievement Hunter, so uh-huh. why'd you put yourself back in the situation? Yeah, but I think that it's a more controlled, like, you way of doing it rather yeah. than making it. You're not, I think that's the appeal. You're not, you don't have to hire Jack to do that with you now. He's the, doing other shit. Yeah. That's true. I'd finally be free of Jack in video games. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's the, the, it is interesting. I was We've talked about this a little bit, but like the further and further I get in my career, the, I don't know how to say this in a way that doesn't sound rude. Cause I'm excited. I'm be. so excited. But I just like the scope of what I want to do gets smaller and smaller course, and yeah. more focused oh, yeah. and requiring less and less people. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, there's. Yep. We have a we have a really tight team with face. Yeah. I mean, it, it's people that you don't even consider for who like Brendan. Yeah, he's great. Brendan Carruthers, who is uh, our content ops guy. With uh, Rooster Teeth, he is bends over backwards to do stuff for Face because yeah. he is such a big fan and he wants to help it succeed. And like, you don't consider these small parts that play into this bigger thing. Absolutely. And it's like, but we still keep it really it's tight. Small. Kelly Reynolds too has been yep. a huge help on that. Oh, and this yep. show too. Absolutely. Yeah. At hundred percent. Yep. And it's like, you just realize. You were talking about it on the Anima panel, right? The price of success of, like, you're big and this thing grows and then you have these the, things. The, the and spare bedroom just gets bigger exactly. and bigger and bigger yep. until it's a warehouse. And then eventually you lose the thing because now you have the formal process and the people who are, you know, that you have to work with and through to get something developed to move forward and everything. And you want to go back because you have a lot of, I think there's a lot of nostalgia for just, like, well, fuck, let's just grab a camera and do something. But that's what we just did here. We set up behind Jackie Chan's tuxedo. I mean, it's the only way I want to work. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. That's why Fuckface works so well yeah. for me right now. Yeah. It's like, I just want to have an idea and then make it while it's 10 minutes old because that's when the idea is going to be good. Yeah. Because after an hour, there's a, there's a fucking half-life to ideas, yeah. at least for me. Mm-hmm. And. If you wait like a day, it starts to you start you get like maybe ninety percent of it and then eighty. And after a yep. week, you're like, ah, oh, I don't, even don't even connect do with anymore. half of yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's, but, why, it's why for so long I pitched on podcasts for such a long time because I thought this has such an ability to just take and go. Yeah. And you know, with this to be mobile about yeah. it too, yeah. which makes it so much simpler and also just more convenient, really, to the idea. I can't believe how well it works, honestly. I love it. Yeah. I, my favorite thing about it is the format at yeah. this point because it's just. It's wild. It's so unassuming. It's so easy to set up, like you, like you were saying, Nick. Like we sit down at a coffee shop at a table in front of thirty other people, mm-hmm. and you can set the entire thing up and be fifteen minutes into the podcast before people turn around and even realize that something's going on. Yep. <laughs> and then nobody messes with you. Nope. Uh, Not once have we had an issue. It's been really good. It's always been really good. Um, 
I don't know if I don't know if we've talked about this a lot, like in other podcasts or whatever. But Nick's a huge reason why we do podcasts. Oh when, yeah. When I started Absolutely. here, and it was a thing that we wanted to try to do, and then it was just like Nick pushing and going, "Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it." And we were like really met with like a lot of like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then we recorded. I don't know if we ever released them. You remember that we did the on the spot post show yes. audio podcast they, in the conference room in stage five. Did you know that they're tagged on to the ends of those audio Are they versions? Really? Yeah. Wow. So like if you listen to the audio versions of on the spot from the last couple of seasons, there's an extra 10, 15 minutes of like a post show that we recorded the next morning. And that just was on a Zoom recorder. That oh, was really? met with like. Why are we doing? What is this? Why are we doing this? Like it was not, it was a lot of like not seeing the value in this and then keep pushing. And then a lot of it while we were doing this was you becoming creative director and <laughs> listening to Good Morning from Hell oh, through that, that wall and then going, hey, we want to do this. And we went, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Make it. <laughs> Dude, talk about light bulb moments. Mm -hmm. Like it really was. I was sitting there in, in that brief period of time when I had an office. Uh, by the way, I still. Gus and Eric were bitching about their office today, and I was like, "Must be nice. At least you have one. Must be fucking nice. <laughs> I don't have a seat. I don't have a chair to sit in in that building. <laughs> I have a desk in the bullpen. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, fucking hell, man. Um, <laughs> now I'm all bummed that I don't have an office. <laughs> what were we even talking about? Yeah, the. Uh, I mean, listening. To Good morning from hell, and that was Nick. Me and Nick laughing in the background and like having these characters and doing all this stuff and you were just in the other room. Well, it was so great because I would be like trying to work yeah. and then it would be going on and I'd get caught listening to them. And then it was just became theater of the mind. Yep. And it just reminded me why I loved Howard Stern and radio. And I really did like having like uh, my my thinking about Rooster Teeth evolved in that room, listening to Blaine and Crispy. So, so fucking funny. Yep. Yep. So fucking clever mm -hmm. and so off the cuff just ridiculously funny yeah and uh and and it really opened like i immediately sat down with the achievement hunter guys and we uh we whiteboarded yeah a bunch of ideas for podcasts this one i did uh like a celebrity gossip one and yeah. trevor did what became red web and jack did one it was like oh, the um, head thing. yeah, yeah. It, it's like uh i think a lot of people don't see it don't think about it like with podcasts but like they're so fun yeah, to do this them. stuff. And then to be able to, like, have people listen is great. I think Good Morning From Hell will forever, to me, forever be, like, an underrated podcast in, like, the totally Rooster Teeth sort of annals of everything. And I don't think Blaine and Chris are going to get enough credit, along with Nick, like, creating that, making that, driving it. Because I helped them in terms of producing it, but it really, it was just scheduling, getting them in a room and going, use this energy and put it here. I really do think that there are two podcasts... Uh that won't get enough credit historically. Mm -hmm. And uh, Good Morning From Hell is the first one for sure. Mm -hmm. And the other one I think is Black Box Down. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Because yep. it stretched us yeah. in a way that we'd never stretched before. No, and no one was willing to like, well, why would we take that on? Why do that? And it's like, oh, it was well, the, let's it was try the here. first show I greenlit. When exactly. I became, yeah. And it's like, try, try it. Try it. And it was such, I love the idea. And I'm oh, so dude. glad that Gus, by the time this is out and everything, it's done. Yeah. Black Box Down is... Oh, it's done now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's it's over, and you can go back and listen to the whole thing. I love that he saw it through. I do, too. I, I think it's too. so cool. And I love that he... I thought he did a... It's a really... I don't want to sound goofy, but it's kind of a brave thing mm -hmm. to take a show. It's hard enough to get us to hit, yep. right? It's hard enough to get to create a production that does well enough to be considered a hit. Yeah. To be a winner. And Black Box Down was a clear winner. Yep. And it required a lot of hard work and yep. a lot of heavy lifting to get there, and they did Definitely. it. Definitely. 
And it is a really kind of a brave thing to do to look at it and to be able to have a 10,000 foot yep. view of it and say like, I'm going to end it here when it's still as good, if yep. not better than it's ever been yep. before we hit a plateau or a slide. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to end it here on a high note and be happy and walk it. away from it and be happy with it. Yep. And, and I, I to, Gus is such a fucking robot about things yeah. that I don't think he sees it in a human way like <laughs> no. that. But for normal folk, that's mm -hmm. a, that's a hard thing to, to yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. It definitely really is. Though. And, and it, it's also, it, it frees him up to do the, the next two podcasts that yep. he wants to do, which I'm very excited about both of them. Mm -hmm. One of them, I don't, I don't fucking understand what it's going to be. <laughs> the the trailer you sent me, the demo reel trailer uh -huh. you sent me didn't help at all. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. made it even more yet. confusing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Do you know that Black Box Down only had four episodes recorded in the studio before we went remote? Oh, yeah. Is that and true? Ever since then, it's only been maybe a couple since then. I didn't then, know that at all. Everything else has been remote. I mean, that happened a lot with Face Jam, too. Yeah. We started yeah. Face Jam, and then we recorded it. I think we did one remotely like from our computers and we went we have to figure something else yep. out and then we recorded from our cars in the parking lot i remember that it was the best it was that great was so fun and there was so well, much again lightning in a bottle for that stuff i mean we started god that is the perfect combination of people too yeah michael and jordan together oh they're the fucking best it is so it's so, it's so fucking great the yep. chemistry between those kids yep. is phenomenal yep i mean they both have Tons of chemistry in general, but they just the thing that they make together is so good. They're so different that it works so well. Right. Not discounting y'all. Y'all are a huge part of it as no, well. No, no, no. I, like, I, but I totally agree. That's, that's what there. the show is. I put a mask on. Yeah, that's what the show is. <laughs> I mean, it's great. But you know, fucking, like, this only started because of the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were working. For, I was just trying to make stuff from home. We were mm -hmm. working from home. If, that, if it wouldn't have been for the pandemic, it might. I probably would have never. I didn't personally think. Uh, remote podcasting was a good idea. Uh -huh. It was a necessary evil. Right, at the time. I understood that, but I didn't think that I could make a good product that way, and I yeah. had no interest in trying. And it was it just became like the only way we could make something and the only way I could make something with Andrew. Yeah. And so we took a shot on it, and then I can't imagine doing it any other way now. No, 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 no. Now it's definitely like, I think we have to be really mindful when we do like office days and yeah. stuff because it puts it's like, well, we're all in person, but one person's remote, and it's like, oh, we can't do this, and we have to. The remote is what makes it work. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's really good. What time are we too. at right now? We are at, oh, 35 minutes. Oh, wow. Minutes. Look at that. That one flew by. Flew. Damn. Well, thanks for listening. This was uh, <laughs> this was eight weeks ago when we recorded it. Uh, so now we only have to do one. Hey, we this just. This is really dude, great. Dude, look at, we just set ourselves up for success. I can't believe that. We never do that. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, you can follow us hey, on Twitter. And, you're yeah. welcome, future future Jeff and Eric. Yeah, and this is different from where instead, typically it's usually that's future them problems. Yes. That's a problem for future Jeff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck him. Instead of, we have this. this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Anima Podcast. There will be no pictures from this one unless I find them on my phone from forever ago. We'll just post <laughs> random pictures from RTX. Uh, maybe. Uh, but that's kind of it for this first supplemental of two. Uh, for our Anima break, Jeff, any wise words to leave people on eight work eight, eight weeks from now? They're gonna hear this. Uh, yeah, here's some wise words for you. Every once in a while, do something nice for future you. Figure out what that is and do do that dude or lady a solid. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>